I'm Caroline. I'm Jason. Welcome to one more episode. In this episode, we dive deeper into the series Under the Banner of Heaven, episode four, and Shining Girls, episode five. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, one more episode. Welcome. So we've been talking about Shining Girls and Under the Banner of Heaven. Is there anything new that you watched this week besides these two shows that you want to talk about? Really, I haven't had much time to watch anything new. I'm still wanting to start Candy, um, but haven't yet. So, yeah, I'm I'm uh, kind of stuck. Yeah, I actually this week just sort of wanted to watch something different, um, kind of a love story, romantic type mood I was in. And so I found The Time Traveler's Wife on HBO Max. It's a new series. Yeah. It stars Rose Leslie and Theo James. And there's one episode out right now. It was interesting. I liked it. It was a little bit different because because it's a series. Did you see the movie that came out years ago? No. Who was in that? Was that Charlize Theron? No. It was Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. Was in it. Um, And. I'm thinking of the astronaut's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it was like a two hour movie. And so it just didn't have as much detail as Mm -hmm. it looks like this series is going to have. Um, I was going to tell you that one of the things that, that happens, and it's kind of goes along with the series we're talking about. There is a time travel element to this series as well. And we've talked about shining girls and when Theo James's character, um, time travels you you travel through time naked so like you you have clothes on and then as soon as like you travel you're naked so you like land in another time period naked and so I just wanted to tell you you may want to tune into this (laughs) (laughs) Theo James is naked a lot but you (laughs) you only see the backside Um, oh well that's the side I like okay well All right. I think you may like this one then. Um, you know, he was also in a series. I don't know if you've ever seen this one, but I think we've talked about period pieces. Um, there's a series called Sanditon on PBS mm-hmm. that he was in a few years ago. It's, it's, I think it's um, a book by Jane Austen. She may have not finished the book, um, but anyway, they took what she had and they made the series um, about it. And he's in that too. And he's, the romantic lead in it. Um, so I really, for those of you out there that love Pride and Prejudice and um, some of her other works, it's a it's a good series. Um, you get some romance and, you know, a typical Jane Austen series. If anyone wants to check out Sanditon. Well, wasn't he in um, Insurgent too as well? I don't know. I think so. I think he was in all three of those movies. Oh, he, it was Divergent, right? Oh, Divergent. See, I can't get anything <laughs> <Wait>. right. <laughs> Did you? 
did you say surgeon? <laughs> no, I said insurgent. <laughs> oh, insurgent. <laughs> well, I know it's divergent, but maybe does one of the names change to insurgent? Uh, maybe. <laughs> no. There are like three or four of them, right? Yeah, I think yeah. I saw the first one. Um, which it kind of reminded me, you know, it was very like Hunger Games S, like that yeah. when those movies came out. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, but yes, yes, he he was in that series. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, check that one out. Um You're like, I don't know, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love Rose Leslie. Yes. She is married to uh, the guy that played Jon Snow in um, uh, Oh my gosh, you're having so (laughs) much trouble tonight. Yes, Kit Harington. Yes. Yes, she was Egret, Paul's favorite character on Game of Thrones. Um, But yeah, I like her a lot. And she's she's in the new Time Traveler's uh, Wife series on HBO Max. So check that one out. She's also really good in Downton Abbey, which is a new movie coming out. Downton's got a new fun. That's right. Yeah. Another period piece. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, are you ready to talk about Shining Girls episode five? Yes. All right. I think I'm really going to need your help on this one because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you feel about it, but I am kind of trying to figure out what exactly is going on i mean i ha- i mean i have an idea just kind of what we talked about in previous episodes but i'm i don't know i'm i'm still like at this point i thought i may know a little bit more i still feel like i'm a little foggy on what's happening yeah i still like i, f- I feel like we're we know that yes there's time travel mm-hmm. um we know he's leaving things inside of girls from different time periods. We don't know why, but we're also learning that he has to get back to his house in a certain time frame to travel, mm-hmm. it seems, because he was very upset he was in the hospital and he wanted to know what time it was. So, yeah. Right. So there's some type of time element, it seems, that like he only is able to stay out for so long and right. he has to return to whatever house this is that he's going to um, in order to continue to travel or maybe even keep living. I'm not right. Like exactly sure what's happening with that. Right. And, and we do know for sure when he has contact with someone in the different time period he's in, something changes. So if it's out of order, I would guess, um, from his last visit, then something changes. Because when he looked at um, Kirby in the window, her hair got short again. Mm-hmm. So I think also he's figuring out things too, because like when he threw her up against the wall in episode um, four, that's when the wallpaper changed and then it turned into the bar and he's like, are you doing this? So um, I think he, there's things that he doesn't even know about himself. Um, but um, we also need to learn like, why is he killing the girls? There has to be something there. And maybe, maybe it's what we talked about last time too. Like maybe he's 
surviving off of their energy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad you just said that about, um, cause that was one thing that I noted where her hair got shorter all of a sudden. And I mm -hmm. was going to mention that to you because it was like in that scene, I think he was watching her through a window and when right. that happened and kind of realized that, right. Like, and he smiled too. Like he kind of saw like her hair get shorter and something changed. So he was mm -hmm. realizing something as well. In this episode, Jenny, who works at, I think you call this a solarium. Is that the right word? With the like, <laughs> you're looking at me like, wait, the, the woman that, that she has been like talking to about this. Oh, she, like the observatory. Oh, the observatory. Okay. I knew I was close, like to what maybe this was called. Okay. Um, where she it could be called that too. I don't know. Okay, well, <laughs> we're having a lot of trouble with words tonight, but um, she is talking to Kirby about like how things are connected in space and time. I don't know if you caught this conversation and how they're mm -hmm. connected by like almost like an invisible string. So like if one thing happens and if it's connected to something else and it affects the other thing. And I thought that mm -hmm. was trying to explain essentially what is happening with Kirby and the serial killer is they are connected. And so when he does something or she does something, I don't know, it must affect each one of them. It's kind of what I was taking from that. Right. Right. Um, just the fact that I think she survived alone really screwed up his whole like portal system or, or whatever he's doing <laughs> yeah so yeah it makes you wonder then is she the first person to survive because mm -hmm. it seems like she must be if he hasn't experienced this before right and he's trying to figure out what's happening um I was going to ask you to, she, Kirby starts to talk about some of these things where she talks about how things happen and they change. And like, she notices that something changes, but the people around her don't. Right. And so there was a scene where she talked about marrying her husband Oh, yeah, yeah. and the car that she was like, I didn't marry him one day. Like I woke up. I woke up and he was there and mm -hmm. then he made her favorite sandwich and she did not remember that was her favorite sandwich. And mm -hmm. can you imagine that almost like she has, I mean, just kind of like waking up in a new life, like each day, like, or whenever this happens that you're like, Oh gosh, like who is this person? Right. I mean, wouldn't you be like, where's the straight jacket or where's the nearest bridge or window right. I can jump out of? <laughs> I, well, and that's something I wanted to bring up is after watching this, you know, we talked about, is she mentally having issues, right? Mm -hmm. That was like something we talked about, or is it the, or is it both? Is it the time travel that, or is it both? And I don't think it's mentally anything is going on with her. I think this is right. like really happening and she's, mm -hmm. it's her reality of what is happening and she doesn't know why. And she hasn't figured that part out yet. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, I, I also noticed, too, when he talked to the gal that works at the planetarium, um, you know, this time, you know, we've already seen her get locked out on that little uh, little uh, balcony area. Mm-hmm. And this time, you know, it, she gets locked out and he's there and talks to her. And he said, he makes a comment like, it's not going to happen here mm-hmm. and now but it will happen. It's almost like it has to happen the day, like when he kills, it has to be a certain time, a certain day. You know what I mean? Like he can't do it any other way. So there, there's something, there's some sequence Mm -hmm. to his kill. Hmm, Interesting. He also was saying something to her about he called Kirby Sharon mm-hmm. and said something like, yeah, she's not Kirby. And then said something like, and she knows like Sharon knows, like he kept saying like, I, like basically like, I don't know if it was tell Sharon that she knows or something like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I don't, I don't know exactly what is going on here. Um, right. Yeah, I, I wish I wish we knew a little bit more. I, I think though the next episode, episode six, maybe we'll be able to put more pieces together. Right. I mean, there's only eight episodes, so they need to give a little reveal, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and they also brought in his friend, oh, the man the he's vet. visiting. Yes, the yeah. vet. So we did find out that he was in the military. Um mm-hmm. The question I have for you after watching that scene, I think they mentioned something about World War One medals or something. Mm-hmm. Or, and so, I don't know. I guess I was thinking, is he from that long ago? Mm-hmm. Like, was that when he was in the military and like he hasn't aged because he is time traveling? I don't know. I just... I, that was in the back of my mind that maybe he is from another time period as well. And he's oh, yeah. doing this for a while. I think he's way old. And then they did bring up the the tattoos mm-hmm. um, that Mark's were from Mark's pictures that she was looking at when he was in the military. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, who knows if maybe Mark is connected in some way, too. Maybe. Yeah, he's just kind of there. It's, it's, I feel like his character, it's just kind of a weird thing, like trying to figure out. It's almost like he's, uh, uh, he's protecting her in a way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And then, like, it just seems like, like we said, the last episode, they actually, for the first time, acted like they liked each other. Right. It's like, it hasn't even seemed like they've been married at all. Right. Well, she never comes home. Either, so. Right. She never comes home. And then, you know, maybe I guess if she said she woke up one morning and he was there, it was like, who oh, is okay. this person? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, you know, so yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing um what happens. I have really enjoyed this series so far. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to move on to Under the Banner of Heaven, episode four? Yes. 
What a crazy family. <laughs> this show's intense. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I noticed just right off that Dan, the brother who is now in jail, um, he is played by Wyatt Russell, Kurt Russell's son. Oh, yeah, Hart's yeah. Son. Mm-hmm. And there are moments when I watch him talk and it so reminds me of Kurt Russell. Like when mm-hmm. I watch it, I like kind of can't stop thinking about it while I'm watching it. But um, yeah, we see in this episode that Jeb, our lead detective, he's dealing with his own home issues, I would say, and questioning his faith while he's investigating and searching for this missing brother mm-hmm. and his wife. We learn that Diana, who is Ronnie's wife, and Ronnie is the black sheep, who I call the black right. sheep of the family that kind of seemed like he stayed away from everything and was always there to like break up the fights that the father would start with mm-hmm. his kids. Um, so his wife and Brenda, we learn, they were really worried about the brothers um, and their anti-government sentiments. Um, and so they wrote a letter to the church, I think asking for guidance because they were really concerned. And so we see in this episode that Ronnie, the black sheep of the family, goes to get a loan because he has a business and they decide not to give him a loan um, because they know about the brothers and their anti-government, you know, things they're involved with. And um, so we see that you know, the loan officer. So when Jeb is um, investigating, the loan officer says, oh yeah, Ronnie wasn't upset with his wife. And right there I'm thinking, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. He, (laughs) I'm sure he was real happy because, you Mm -hmm. know, women have equal footing too in this uh, family, which as we know, um, they do not. Um, And we learn later on that, oh no, he was really angry with with his wife and so you know that plays uh you know this storyline with ronnie and the brothers and what's going on plays a big part of this episode well i think you also learn um that with ron um and dan um how easy it is to manipulate either one of them you know what i mean it's like make your move you know what I mean? And that's what Dan did to suck him back into um, kind of being the leader um, and not opposing his views. Um, so so they're all, I think they all make strategic moves in their lives to um, satisfy their needs, right? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what, Ron, his storyline reminds me of the godfather because i feel like ron was kind of like this and not that this was part of the godfather but like he kind of seemed like this kind of wounded puppy at at this point um like he knew he may lose his business he wasn't really following like what his brothers were doing and he was the black sheep and had to deal with his father um and like in the godfather whenever at the very beginning of the series, Michael like doesn't want to have anything to do 
you know, with the family business or anything. And he kind of has his own life. And then as you're watching it, you see how he gets sucked in to essentially become like the head of the family, right? right? And this is what this reminds me of, of Ronnie, who seems like this wounded puppy, basically mm-hmm. now Dan, who is in jail because Dan is crazy. Let's just face it with all his <laughs> right. anti-government stuff, gets arrested, mm-hmm. starts talking about polygamy and all this stuff and basically says to Ronnie, like, you're the true leader, right? right. Like, we need you to lead the family. And you can just tell that Ronnie is like, again, being manipulated in a way, but is like so vulnerable that he's, what it looks like is he's ready to like, to do this, even though this mm. isn't like what he's been a part of. Right. One of the, um, one of my favorite lines of this episode <laughs> was, we see the father come in again. He's not, the father and mother aren't really in, they weren't in this episode very often or in mm-hmm. the series anymore, but we do see there's a parade and the father comes in to the scene and he's very upset because Dan is right. like with some other woman and, you know, all the stuff that Dan says. And so again, the father's like ready to fight. And they're talking, and I think Dan says something about God answering prayers. And my favorite line was when the dad said, the devil answers prayers too. Like, I'm so going to use that, like, in a conversation with somebody. (laughs) Loved it. Favorite line of the show so far. Right. So something else that we see during this episode um, is we do see how Jeb is being pressured in the series by, it looks like, I think a leader, it might be the president of the state, um, like the state president of LDS or something. Right. And he's also an attorney, it appears too, right? When he comes into the jail as a representative. I I don't know. Maybe. He might be. I'm not sure. Yeah. And he's, like basically trying to pressure Jeb into like letting these boys go as he Mm -hmm. calls them, this this family, Um, you know, and so you see that pressure affecting Jeb and, you know, he has his job to do as this lead detective, but he's also part of the LDS like family. So you can see that he's really struggling, you know, in his life to kind of, like he's questioning his faith, I think, because some because of what's happening with this family mm-hmm. and then what he's seen and the pressure he's under. And then also he has his own home life and then this job that obviously he wants to do the right thing. He couldn't even go to church to, to you know, fill him back up again because he's being accosted outside by that mm. lady that is is putting pressure on him again about the boys and his interaction basically with the the president or, or whatever his position was um right. it's like you don't you don't question um anything you you just do basically right which is do always a red it's a red flag <laughs> to <Yeah>. me <laughs> if you can't question something Right. Yeah. You know, she reminded me of that character in Bev? the series. 
Yes. Right? <laughs> I knew then, you were going to um, say it. Wait. Um, Midnight Mass. Midnight Mass. That's exactly yeah. who that woman reminded me of. Mm-hmm. There's always a Bev. Always <laughs> there <a> Bev. is. <laughs> and she showed up in Under the Banner of Heaven. Um, yeah. yeah. So I was going to ask you, just looking, you know, I really love Jeb. <laughs> I really love his character. I think he's super sweet and mm-hmm. just trying to do the right thing. And have you ever felt that kind of pressure yourself of being in a situation where like you maybe feel like you know what you think the right thing is to do, but then you have all this pressure coming from the outside to maybe not do that or oh absolutely i think all of us feel that way at some point in our life or you know maybe even daily depending on what you do and um your religion and um you know what what you do for a living so yeah okay good i'm not the only one then (laughs) (laughs) yeah it is kind of um yeah. When you think about it, it's like, you're always, I don't know, you're always having to like check in with yourself. Um, right. And it's like making those decisions about, you know, if there is a line for you, like how far can you go over it? Right. Or mm-hmm. how far you want to, you know, if you want to stay right where, you know, whatever you think is the right thing to do. So, all right. Yeah. They also talk about polygamy a little bit in this episode um mm-hmm. and dan is like getting into it has like a pretty intense scene with his wife in the car about it well that's what got him arrested <laughs> yeah he just like put the pedal to the metal and right then, yeah in this like argument with her yeah i've never quite understood the whole premise of like having multiple wives gets you into the celestial kingdom I mean, horn dogs make up stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's kind of misogyny at its best, sort of. Right. Um, But also, I'm guessing it has something to do with just having more children. Procreation, I think, is because you want, I mean, it's just like anything else throughout history. Whoever had the most people probably won the war, right? Right. So I think Joseph, um, in his, mine probably traveling from all these places from new york to ohio to illinois to missouri and feeling that he did not have a full army to fight people um probably thought "Hmm, this is my way of of uh fulfilling um god's plan and his army i guess maybe 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 too, it's, you know, sort of a, another way of not having to be monogamous with like well, one that person, too. right? And like, that too. it's kind of a, you know, at least I guess under the church, a way of having multiple partners mm-hmm. and it not being looked down upon, right? right. If, if that sect um, is okay with it. Right. Yeah. The devil answers prayers too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this episode ends um, 
with it looks like Ronnie maybe taking over leadership of the family. And I guess I'm wondering where I didn't think at the beginning of the series that Ronnie was involved with Brenda's murder. Now I'm wondering if Ronnie did turn to the dark side. Yes. And he is involved in some way. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Brenda's husband and his involvement? I don't think he was involved for sure. I mean, I, I think he's just at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong family, family. And <laughs> wife. <laughs> right? Yes. I can't even imagine. Yeah. I can't even imagine that if he is not involved, which he kind of seems like more of an innocent, um, young, right. Like mm-hmm. guy who, he just doesn't seem like he had that in him to right. do that, but you know, you never know, I guess it could, it could turn and maybe he was involved, but it doesn't seem like he was. Um, I just, I don't know. I cannot imagine walking in on that scene and still, right talking to your brothers if you thought there could be a way that they were involved and right. you know at all I, I think he's probably still in a shock phase and probably not adding it up that they were involved because he doesn't want them to be involved if that makes sense you know mm-hmm. what I mean yes all right well we'd love to know what you all think of these two episodes, Shining Girls episode five and Under the Banner of Heaven episode four. Let us know. Email us at like one more episode at gmail.com. Or DM us. We are now on Instagram. Instagram. Like one more episode. Thanks for those of you that started following us on Instagram. We, sh- we really need to post some more, um, but we will this week. Um, we're actually going to be posting two episodes on Friday, last week's episode and this week's episode um, because someone didn't get to post those. So, um. oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so be sure to check out Spotify on Friday for our two latest episodes. So next week we'll continue talking about these series and maybe we'll each start candy. Yeah. I think I'll start that this weekend for sure. Yeah. These, these series have both been kind of heavy. I don't know about candy because it's kind of, you know, the same process. I mean, the same um, premise where, somebody gets murdered (laughs) and although we love these shows I think that may be why I took a break and watched the time traveler's wife right you know like you need a something a little light um in the midst of these darker series what does a candy kind of remind you with the trailer on the thing about Pam it kind of reminds me of that Mm -hmm. I mean I didn't watch the show but you know 
looking at both trailers yes. like hmm. well i really like jessica beale in the center oh i never watched that oh you should watch that the center what channel is that on the first season um mm-hmm. i think you can find it on hulu okay and so i'm really looking forward to candy because i think given her performance in the center i think this will also be a good one yeah cool i'll check it out thanks for joining us everyone Join us next week as well as we come back and talk about Shining Girls and Under the Banner of Heaven. See you then. See ya. Bye. Bye. This has been a Caroline Home Production.